Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about being an expert at stuff. Stuff you're going to be an expert at. Brooke can't zap. She just painted her nails. <laughs> you could have just said today we're going to talk about being an expert. At, at stuff. Well, I added the ad stuff because I didn't know if people like... It's like John rapping yeah. when he is always rapping. He's rapping. Like a big Ben clock. clock. Ah. Why didn't you end on the run? Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Thank you for shopping the spring collection, yes. which you can still do right now. Pause the podcast, open up, pull over your car, <laughs> press the brake, let it come to a stop. Yeah. Put it in park. Put your hazards on. Put your hazards on. Then pause the podcast. Then grab your phone. Click, click, click. Click. Yep. Type in your passcode. I go click, click, click. Shop.walkandlove.com. You're there. You can shop the spring collection now through the 13th. We are going to add a new item. So the original idea was all new designs. Turns out you guys love the old stuff. We've seen the DMs. We've heard the cry. We've heard the people's call. Hear my womanly roar. (laughs) And so now we're going to release something tomorrow or today when you're listening to this. Um, We have a little vote going on our store. You probably saw that if you uh, follow us on Instagram, at Walk in Love. Never done that before. (laughs) Plugged our Instagram. (laughs) Plugged the Instagram. If you're here listening. And you don't follow on Instagram. Send me a message. I want to know. I want to know. Or do I want to know? I, I want to know. I think it's, I, I don't need to know like necessarily who, <laughs> but I just, we this message, it's like, you guys are so ugly. So I don't follow you. I just listen. I've unsubscribed <laughs> because I've now seen your faces. <laughs> womp womp. Um, Have you ever unsubscribed from someone because you don't like the way they look? <laughs> <laughs> okay i was scared i will i don't know <laughs> like, well hold on <laughs> i forgot about john <laughs> space i just can't I just can't i can't with his face <laughs> um <laughs> there's like one john listening he's like is it me? it me um so yeah go to the go to the shop on your phone click 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 add the things to your cart check out you have two options for codes because you're a podcast listener that will help you save extra. One is Mind Mush, M-I-N-D-M-U-S-H. And one is Ashes to Ashes in honor of Urn Guy. <laughs> ashes to Ashes is winning right now. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and who knows? We might have another discount code that pops up today. Right. And then you can use that one. They'll all be for the same amount, though. Yeah. So shop is open. Um, thank you for shopping. Thank you for bringing us part of your week. What are you smiling about? Well, after you check out, turn off your hazards. Oh, yeah. Turn off your hazards. You should keep going to work. <laughs> Don't just sit on the side of the road. Put your foot back. Put your, <laughs> keep your foot on the brake. Then put it in drive. Then start going. <clears throat> well, check your check your side view mirror. Make yes. sure no one's coming. Right. Merge safely onto the highway or wherever <laughs> you're going. If you work from home, ignore all of that <laughs> and just go to your computer that you're sitting at right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so collections live. Uh, I feel like I had something I wanted to say right off the bat. Okay. Yeah, here it is. Sunny is might be the greatest human that's ever lived because there's a couple sunny isms that I don't know if I've, we've filled people in on lately. Ching, I don't think you have. Um, so, so ching, here we go. Um, one, we've talked about this on the story. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. She calls every other person in rea- in, in life, a human. So oh, like, I shared this on my story. Okay, so yeah, we're in, we walk into coffee shop. We walk into Akamai here on Maui. Oh, there's humans in line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that human's dress. Mom, there's a human in the way, and I don't. Their their bike is too close to mine. <laughs> humans, it's the best. So I don't know if that bodes well for her and her world takeover, but I'm Probably. here for it. That's one. Two, she's learned how to snap. Yes. So she's been very focused on learning how to snap with one hand. <laughs> June's like, ow, it hurts too much. You know, our delicate, <laughs> sweet little June and our 
punch you. <laughs> our punchy sunny. Passionate. <laughs> the world needs passionate people. That phrase will forever be in my heart. Um, so passionate sunny learned how to snap with one hand. Yep. And she has not stopped snapping. For about five days. <laughs> just to get your attention, just as she's walking. Um, she did it on the park. Yeah. So it's like the new cha-ching is a snap. And then three just happened. I was looking. So the, the card that we use in the, you should probably buy two memory cards, but this is how we work right now. A little, little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> the memory card that we use in the podcast roadcaster is the same one we use in our GoPro. Same size. I just switch them. <laughs> that makes sense. That seems to make sense. We're really setting ourselves up for success there. It feels like the most efficient way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I fear the time I drop the GoPro to the bottom of the ocean, we won't record a podcast. <laughs> oh my word, I never thought of that. Okay. <laughs> I think of it every time I have it out. <laughs> oh man. And we have nothing that makes it uh, float. So when you drop that thing, like there's no, you know. Do those exist? Oh Yeah. Like a handle or something? That like a float? handle or like a like the selfie stick, that'll help. What? <laughs> Ours has a metal carabiner. <laughs> it's going down. Going down, down, baby. Um, so anyways, as I, I was looking for the GoPro to, before we started the podcast, I asked Sunny, Sunny, have you seen the GoPro? And she, when all serious in her eyes, goes, what's a goat rope? <laughs> If you say GoPro fast enough, GoPro, <laughs> it does sound oh. like <laughs> like goat rope. <laughs> just wondering. I don't know. Question: What, what is, is a goat rope? Is it a rope that you? <laughs> does it hold your goat in place <clears throat> like a leash, or is it a rope made out of made of goats? Or goats? <laughs> That's got you good. It's just that like kids are so sincere in right, everything and they do. Loud. And she just <clears throat> like she's just like, I'll help you once a goat. I'll help you. Um so anyways, those are that's a little sunny update for you. Um Brooke, you said you had a game oh game changers. <laughs> changes to the game such that the game can never be played the same way again. So, Brooke, what's your... Game change. Okay, so I feel silly, but I don't, but I do, but I don't, but I do, that my game changer is also about the refrigerator this week. So just, y'all, you're over it, okay? I mean, you spent a lot of... Humans... I'm familiar. Spend a lot of time opening and closing the fridge. So this this could be very helpful. In our fridge specifically, we have one of those like... First of all, I have strong feelings. I do not like our fridge. Same. So those are my very strong feelings. We're saving for a new one in our digit account linked in the show notes. (laughs) Not our account, but the app. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) Weird flex. You guys want to just see how much money we have. uh, (laughs) Click on this link. Money set aside for Easter baskets 2023. Okay. Wow, they're really, really <clears throat> saving. Um, anyways, that's one of the things. Like you move into a house, it comes with a fridge most times. Yeah. And you're like, this fridge is this the great. worst. This is a fridge. But and then you the start worst. using worst. And you're like, it's the worst fridge ever. Yeah. Anyway, ours is like a skinny, one of those really shallow drawers. I'm sure it has words on it. What What do you think it says? Like, it's like a meat and cheese drawer, maybe? I don't know. I don't know what it's. It's not the two big drawers at the bottom. It's the one that just like floats in the middle. Anyway, <clears throat> I designated that drawer about four months ago as the kids snack drawer specific to like cold items. And it game changers. is changes a game changer to the game such that the game can never be played the same way again. Specifically. And there was an episode where we were, I think it was one of the ones where I was talking about how like I'm I'm learning how to lean into my more like improver. Uh, I like things to be organized. I want things a certain way side of me yep. and not feel so guilty that like I shouldn't want to be that right, way. Right. That you should just be like, oh, just oh, be it's just, just fine. Chill. Like what does it just matter? Chill. 
okay, well, it does matter when all the kids are screaming and you don't know where the snacks are and they have their seventh granola bar, which is terrible for them. And you wish, ah, I really wish they were eating all the produce that's in those bottom two drawers. So I made a snack drawer. I have a snack bin in the pantry. Also great. That is where I, anyway, in that episode, we talked about snack bags. That was like our one example. Got quite a few messages on like, what is a snack bag? It's literally just a baggie that instead of buying pre-portioned things at the store, I'm buying a bag of, I don't know, popcorn or peppers, um, a lot of peppers. Yeah. We eat a lot of peppers, like bell peppers sliced up. Um, but anyway, I just, every Sunday I bag up all the stuff in the pantry that is like on the top shelf where there's only like maybe a third or less of the bag left. So if we You're talking about like chips, popcorn, right, exactly. pretzels, pretzels, stuff like that. crackers, all that kind of stuff. We've spent the week eating it or two weeks eating it as a family. And now there's or <laughs> the last 24, <laughs> 24 hours myself, you know, whatever <laughs> to each his own. Um, it's like that last little bit in the bag that yep. you kind of never eat. And you sort yep. of feel like we should just buy a new bag. Anyway, I turn all that into snack bags for the kids in the snack bin in the pantry. Then snack drawer gets the applesauce, yogurt tubes, tons of bell peppers cut up. Cucumbers. Cucumbers, carrots, grapes. Kind of depends on like whatever we have that week. But it's amazing because then when the girls say, I want a snack. And now uh, sometimes they don't even say they want a snack. They just say, can I have a snack? And you go, yeah. They'll just go go, get one. Go to the drawer. Or I'm able to say yes, but only out of the fridge. Because like I know what's in there is better than the crackers and stuff. Game changers. Changes to the game such that the game can never be played the same way again. So if you don't have a skinny drawer, I'm simply saying designate an area or get a like nice little clear bin or something in your fridge. Do you like those clear bins? Me? No. No, from Target? No. You don't have a 500 of them in our house? You mean the bright side, 11 by 12 by 14? <laughs> yeah, no, they're fine. I mean, they're okay. You mean these? Pull up your sleeve? <laughs> it's tattooed on me. Oh, no, not bright side. Bright room. That's the name of the... It's crossed like, out. <laughs> My tattoo. Not bright side. That's a song, right? Mr. Brightside? Yeah. Bright Eyes is a band. Yeah. I was getting confused. Yeah. It's a lot of brights. A lot of brights. A lot of brights. Um, that's a game changer. Do you have one? I don't think I have one. I, well, here's my game changer. It's more emotional. Have realistic expectations or not even expectations. Be able to adjust when things don't go your way like that, mm-hmm. like, emotionally being emotionally competent, healthy, intelligent enough that like if something doesn't go the way you thought it would, you can recalibrate and keep moving forward. Yeah. You know, twice in the last week, you said it to me one time and then we were having a separate conversation and we kind of said it to each other. Like you told me like, there's no reason to fall on your sword over this. Yeah. To me. And then we said it again and it kind of like that. And we were just like, yeah, like it all. Yeah. Like I think so, sometimes we'd like to play, you know, culturally right now, everyone likes to play victim. You don't have to look very far to see that. Um, but it's like, we, we don't have, I, I think there are times in life where it's like something doesn't go our way and we think like, Oh, I'm the victim. You know, it's woe is me, all that kind of stuff. And Instead of just like, you know, shilt, tilt, tilting, shilting, <laughs> shifting, I was saying shifting and tilting at the same time. <laughs> so I shilted uh, my pants the other day and then I was like, I'm going <laughs> to reorient. What's a goat rope? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And so like, you know, like something didn't go my way this week and I was like frustrated by it. I was disappointed because I thought it would be better um, than it was. And it's just like, well, I just need to like recalibrate and shift my focus and like, you know, find a a solution or find a way to turn it around or to make it better or to just like, let my heart be disappointed, but then move on. Like there are ways around disappointment and we almost wanted to talk about disappointment today, but we're going to save that for a future episode, but just like, I want to gather a few more of my thoughts about it, but I just like, and this really isn't like a game changer, like a life hack or anything like that. It's just like, I've been thinking about that a lot recently is just like, disappointment is inevitable period end of sentence and we need to as adults as parents as kids as teenagers whatever 
learn how to reorient ourselves around disappointment or like accept disappointment and then be able to move past it. Move through it. And yeah. so like, I don't know, I just feel like you like there are probably and there are probably things that you are disappointed about right now, you listening. And it's like you're some people and I, I fall into this category. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Everything's fine. Like, it's going to be great. Don't worry about it. Like, I don't acknowledge the disappointment. I just like right. pile on all the extracurriculars over the disappointment and just ignore it until five years later. It hits me and I'm like, oh, man, oh, that's that's a wound. That's cool. A, that's got a stomach. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shilted. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And so, yeah, just like acknowledge disappointment and then if you can find a way to like turn it into something that will be more positive or more of the outcome that you want do that and if you just need to not in the name of never acknowledging the disappointment right like you know this week we had something disappointing happen and so we acknowledged it we talked about it we didn't just say like it's going to be fine or like you know and then we said okay now how can we make it better yeah how can we move past it and find a solution for that and so yeah, it's not really like a, you know, I mean, it's no. not, it's no fridge door, but it's no fridge door, you know, that, that would be my game changers. It's good. So Brooke, how was your week? My week was good. It was full. I mean, leading up to collection launch is always full. I don't know if you heard last week's episode, but it was, uh, oh boy, is that <laughs> the one where we had no words? Yes. Yeah, you literally said this is a garbage episode. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Good times. Um, yeah, my week was full. It was full of work stuff, like getting ready for the collection. It was full of beauty counter work stuff. We had Matt visiting. So mm-hmm. our house was one person fuller. And yep. I feel like we had more we had more help that week. Yeah. Someone watching the girls a little bit more yeah. to help us have more work time. Um, so yeah, it was just, it it really was good. I don't, I don't feel like there was one like specific story or thing that happened. I kind of feel bad, but it was just like a nice week of getting all the things done, plugging away, remembering that like you and I T that we're in a work sprint mode. Yep. So if there is something more I can do or extra I can do now is the time I'm going to do it. Right. Cause in a week or two, like we're going to slow down. And then I know that. So that's been really helpful. Like just the mindset of that. Yeah. And for me, my week was part, part, you know, it's always dad, husband, obviously, but part work, part hospitality. So Matt was supposed to come a few weeks ago, but he broke his leg or fractured his leg. So he didn't come. Way to go. Way to go, Matt. Um, And so then, so his trip was delayed, but then he ended up coming right before the collection launch, which was not a big deal, but it was like, I was like, you know, when he book the tickets. I was like, just so you know, the collection is going to come out that week. So I don't know how touristy I can be with you, but I actually found a lot more time than I expected, which was really, really great. Um, and it just reminded me like I met Matt when he was, how old are you in ninth grade? 14. I turned 14. <clears throat> so he could have been, he could have been 13. Well, yeah. Cause I'm October. So, um, and so, you know, 13 year old kid coming to youth group, and, you know, like, a, and wasn't he brought by a friend? Yeah, he was like just, it he wasn't just, even his youth group. No, he just came with a friend and he, they, he, they were in our, my group and he just liked it. So he kept coming. And, you know, these are like 13 year old squirrels, you know, boys that are just like, you know, boys. <laughs> and so, but it was like, it's crazy to think that that was seven years ago. Actually, no, nine years ago, because he's 22. So he must not have been 13. Yeah. I don't know how old he was, but because was he not a freshman? No, he was a freshman. So I, I must have my math off. Are you, you must be 14 or 15 as a freshman. Anyways, doesn't matter. He was, I knew him before June was born and June's now seven. Maybe I turned 15. Yeah. I have no idea. Brooke doesn't really remember last week. So good no, luck. No, no, remember. no, 15 <laughs> would make sense because I think... Because people get their license like sophomore, junior year. Tenth grade. I had my for my sixteenth birthday. I'm trying to remember what year. What was the theme? For my sixteenth. Yeah. It was like a big outside. Oh, outside theme. Like. <laughs> it was like a big theme. bonfire. Irrigation, America. Yeah. <laughs> the irrigation. We'll take the irrigation room. Um. And it was like outside. 
You were just the bell of the ball, weren't you? Bonfire. So cool. Music. It was cool. It's cool. It was definitely 10th grade because I'm now remembering all the people and all the things and it was definitely 10th grade. All the drama. Was there some spicy drama at your 16th birthday know. party? I don't know if anybody else thought it was spicy. I thought it was spicy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yep. Wow, 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 wow. Um, anyways, <clears throat> so I've, I've been, you know, a mentor to Matt for seven years and it is very cool to see him value that relationship enough to travel across the you know world to come visit us and like to, and it's, it's value. It's equally valuable to me. It's not, it's definitely not one-sided, but I just like, it reminds me every time I get to spend time with him that like, this is like a friendship that has lasted a long time and will continue to last. And like, it is important in your life to have, if you're a man to have other men. And if you're a woman to have other women in your life that you can go to and talk to about things that are going on in your life, Yeah, you know, free of judgment or, you know, with, for actual advice. And I think like culturally now, no one has those types of friendships. Everybody wants to stay a little bit distant from everybody. Like we isolate ourselves. Yeah. While also feeling, or we just want like an echo chamber. Yeah. So we just are friends with people who are going to say exactly what we want. Right. (laughs) But, but even that it's just like, that's just like surfacey stuff. Like, you know, politics or what, like that's a surfacey to me where in reality, like what's going on in the heart and, you know, so, so for me, it, it was just a cool week to be like, wow, I've known him a long time. He has grown from a squirrely young boy into a young man. And I've been able to watch that progression go. And so like I have actual insight to speak into his life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's just really cool. And, and, you know, I, I'm very thankful for it. And I was very thankful. And Matt is hysterical. And so like we have a good time hanging out together. Um, but that was really most of my week was just like, I was either at my computer, downstairs playing with the girls, or out with Matt. And yeah. June kept being like, "Well, when are? Why do you keep believing just you and Matt?" Yeah. Like wh- she was like, "I want to come. I want to go. Can I go shopping?" <laughs> and so <laughs> we did take her paddleboarding one time, which was super fun. Matt saw a bunch of turtles. Um, went to the top of Haleakala. All good. All good stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, any anything anything else that you want to talk about before we get into the topic at hand? I don't think so. My brain is like it's not as mushy as last week, but part half mush, half mush. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I will start this conversation then. Um, I don't know where where the so I'm reading this book called Habits of the Household, and <clears throat> to me, it's just like it's an excellent book, and and I also love the idea of habits and sort of the science behind habits. Now I'm not like geeking out and reading every book on habits that's ever been. I've read three books, this being the third. Yeah. But the first one I started with was called the power of habit. And that one was super fascinating to me. Uh, Definitely a scientific explanation of it, but in a like dumb, dumb kind of way for me to understand. And then atomic habits is like the ultimate bestseller right now. Like it's always at the top of the list. Yeah. Basically how to stack your habits if you want to achieve better ones, you know? So like if you have the habit of getting up and reading your Bible, then, and you want to exercise, well run right after you read your Bible. Right. Like, and then you start to start to stack them together and they, they start to flow together. So it's a really great book, but I just described it to you in a couple of sentences. Um, (laughs) But it is. It's an excellent book. And then I'm reading this one, Habits of the Household, which is like the family version of that. And the author of this book has another book about habits. So I'm excited. I already bought that one. And so as I was reading this Habits of the Household, it has nothing to do with the topic today other than for me, I was like, I'm reading this book and and this stuff fast, like this really intrigues me. The like idea of being a family and doing family better then maybe you were taught or then historically how it's gone or culturally how it's going. And just like, like, I don't want to be, I don't want our family to be the average American family. Right. Because like the average American family, half of those families are getting divorced. Like the average American family, half of those families are like, they don't talk to each other because of some family fight. Like there's a lot of not good things in the average American family yeah, or, you know, Western family. And so I just like, you know, 
with what Jeremy Pryor teaches, you know, family teams, like that kind of stuff got me into it. And now I'm like just diving deeper and deeper. So the habits of household felt like a, a nice next step, uh, book. And I was <laughs> sorry. I I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm reaching for a pen because my head is really itchy, but I can't itch it because my nails are still kind of wet. So I was using the pen. I thought you were going to like write a note. Write like a I note, said something. Like, Don't talk about Yeah. Me. Anyways. Nope. It's an <laughs> itchy scalp, my friend. old itchy scalp. Got it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So anyways, as I'm reading this book, I'm, I'm just enjoying the content so much. Yeah. Which is <clears throat> not the way I've always been. Correct. One, I would have never picked up a book. Two, it's like, I don't know if I would have been emotionally mature or stable enough to like be like, I like this. I want to consume more of this yes. in a positive way. Right. Um, but as I've grown up, those things are starting to happen, which is really great. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I found myself being like, I want to be an expert at this, like okay. thinking those thoughts, not just literally at the habits of a household, but of just like the idea of like family, being a dad, understanding my kids you know, like, cause I was also listening to this interview about this from this neuroscience about parenting and it was like rocking my world. And anytime Dr. Josh speaks at integrated, I'm like, please just never stop talking. <laughs> and so like, there's obviously something inside of me that like is sparked by this. Yeah. And so I was just like to myself, I was like, I want to be an expert at this. And then I started thinking like, what am I an expert at? Or, and, and then I started thinking, I'm going to be an expert at something. And so here's the sort of thesis, <laughs> hypothesis, Theodore's thesis behind this That's episode. <clears throat> you throughout your life are going to be an expert at something. Everyone becomes an expert at something by right. default because you will do something a long period of time in your life. Um, and so you'll become an expert at it. You know, you'll get your 10,000 hours or whatever, you know, yeah. it says, some of those things will be terrible things that you'll be an expert at. Some of those things will be things that avoiding all your emotions. Yeah. You <clears throat> will be some of you currently in this time are an expert at avoiding your emotions. That's just the reality. I have been an expert at avoiding my emotions. A lot of humans are <laughs> experts at avoiding their emotions. <laughs> some of you will be experts at getting impatient very quickly. Like yeah. some of you will be experts at, feeling a fiery rage burn deep within you. There will be like things like that, that we become experts at. Now, some of us will become experts at things like playing video games or watching movies or knowing all Your job or a craft or a skill. Well, I was going to say knowing almost every office office oh. episode by heart. So you're just saying your, your three wow, things. Stop. No, I'm, I'm just saying other examples. I'm just saying <laughs> the worst thing about prison was the, <laughs> Was the Dementors? They they're flying around, <laughs> and so like there to me, there's like categories of being an expert. There's like expert by the the habit, the power of habit, and so the best way to describe habits. I don't know if I did this the other week, but like imagine like walking through it. Someone yes. so we were you, talking about the grooves. Yeah, so a habit is just like a deep groove in your brain that will be your default when you go into flight, freeze, or fight. And so if you're if you're anxious or scared or whatever, you'll default to what your habits are, which is why it's super hard to break a bad habit. Because right. if any sort of stress comes or anything that makes you feel anxious or fearful or whatever, you default to all these grooves in your brain. And so like develop good grooves is essentially like, right. you know, um, and so there are things that we'll become experts at just by the habits that we've formed over and over again, whether they're emotional, physical, uh, relational, like all those types of things. Then there will be things that we're experts as. And again, this is just my own personal theory that things that we choose to do, like, you know, I like playing video games. I, you know, want to be good at exercise. Like my dad has been running his whole life. And so he is an expert at running, right? Is he slower now than he was? Absolutely. But he still can do it and do it much longer and further than me. <laughs> um, you know, we all know people who are expert at like really anything like Brooke is an expert at cooking you know, um, because she does it every night almost Yeah. when we're at a door dash gift cards, she does cooking. <laughs> um, and so there are like things that you will become an expert at that you just do all the time. Like your job, 
for example. So like we are experts at releasing t-shirt collections and designing shirts and stuff like that. And even within that, there's like different variations of being an expert. Like there are a couple of designs, this collection that like have not sold. And so like something that I thought would do well did not. And so like, there are still like levels of expertise. And so, you know, we'll calibrate that again next time around. And so, yeah, I think you're using the phrase, the term expert, meaning that you've put in your 10,000 hours or more. Because sometimes, like, I hear the term expert, and me being the more, like, black-white person, I get, like, well, I'm not an expert at cooking. Because, right. like, there's always people better than me. Yeah. And, like, that's not really the version. Yeah, I'm not talking not about, in, like, like, this competitive way. No, like, you're not going to be on Iron Chef. Right. But you mm-hmm. are, you have expertise. Right. In the kitchen. Yeah. You know, like, I don't. You know, so compared to me, you do like, let's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to like put numbers on it, but no, like, no, 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 I just like, that's, that's more of what, like listening, that would be my personality of like, oh gosh, I'm not an expert at anything. Right. But you are. And that's what you're saying. And that's what I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> and, and maybe if you're a teenager right now and you're listening, because I know we do have a few families that listen. Yeah. Like you, you, you aren't quite there. Right. Like. You know, but as most, most adults have become competent at a a few things, good or bad. Mm -hmm. And so then as I was kind of unpacking this in my head, and this is again, why like you should have quiet time and time with the Lord, because I think that these are the types of things he'll put in your head to like refine you and cultivate a good life in you and push you forward to becoming more like Christ. Because without the time and quiet, I wouldn't think of these things and have time to, to kind yeah. of ponder. And so then I was thinking like, okay, well, I got my default expertise in some good habits, some bad habits. I've got my like recreational expertise or work related expertise and things that I enjoy doing or things that I have to do because of my occupation. And then it's like, well, what do I get to choose to be an expert at? And some people choose expertise in their job. Like the, yeah. there's, this is a Venn diagram and there are overlaps that go throughout. And so I was just like, you know, sitting there reading this book and I was like, well, if I want to be an expert at anything, I want to be an expert at parenting. Yeah. Like I will be one. It excites me Two, I love it. And three, I will be a parent for my whole life. Lord willing, you know? Um, and so <clears throat> I was just sitting there and like, it kind of dawned on me that like, well, that's my choice. I, I can, yeah, it's not, not going to just happen either. It, it's not just going to happen. One. But if I choose for it to happen to me, being an expert or having expertise, what, you know, however you want to dice it up in your brain to make it work like black and white brook over there, um, <laughs> means that I have to put in the work and, you know, study and do all the kind of things that it takes to be an expert. Like you didn't learn how to cook last week. You know, you didn't learn how to cook last month or even last year or even in the last two years. It's been a lifetime of being with your mom in the kitchen and practicing and trying and doing all these things. And so like I didn't learn how to sell T-shirts in one day. You know, it's been years. And even still, there are things where we're still tinkering and trying and stuff like that. And so for me, like expertise is like both the willingness to learn more and then never feeling like you've learned enough. Like that to me is becoming an expert. So like I will learn more about parenting and then continue to try what I've learned to then learn Learn more. more. And I will learn some things work with one of my children that doesn't work with another that like, and I will have the wisdom and wherewithal to tinker as I go becoming an expert at parenting my kids. Yeah. And then you take me and you plot me in another family and now I'm not an expert at parenting kids anymore. I need to learn and relearn and, and stuff like that. And so I just like, I don't know, it was like an epiphany or just like an aha moment. Like, man, this is an incredible opportunity to choose. Like we get to choose this. And so I felt really encouraged and kind of passionate because we've sort of been sharing like what brings you to life, what brings you joy, what makes you come alive. And those things are all great. Like for me, those things lately have been paddleboarding. Matt and I went paddleboarding a bunch of times. Like it was super fun. I was like, I borrowed them from my friend Ian and I'm like, can I just keep these for a while? And he's like, sure. Our house is getting worked on anyway. So they were actually in the way. So this is great. And I was like, amazing. 
And it's like, I have found a lot of enjoyment in that. And that's like a fill me up type of experience. Yeah. Kind of like surfing, um, you know, painting. Like I'm not short of those. And so like by default now, if I keep paddle boarding and keep enjoying it, I will become an expert at it. Like yeah. Matt fell the other week and I didn't fell. So it's not a, it's not a huge deal. But the first time I went out, I fell like seven times <laughs> <laughs> and not like gracefully. Right. Um, <laughs> And then the second time I went out, I was so scared of falling that I just stayed on my knees the whole time. And he was like, are you ever going to stand up? And I'm like, don't judge me. <laughs> anyway, so like I will become, I will have some expertise in that as I, you know, enjoy it. And it brings me life. Same with painting. Yeah. And so to me, I just felt like, man, there's a whole other category to life that we can become, have expertise in that like we need to choose both for who we are now and who we want to be in the future. And for yeah. me, parenting became this like aha moment you know like studying the bible and understanding you know scripture that is another one that i find a little bit more struggle for me to push through and and do that well for other people they like they do it and you're just like how like you you're amazing teach me your ways and so like there you know there are definitely things that are good for that and so but then i thought okay, I'm picking parenting. Like, let's just say, I'm just going to use another example that's more in the recreational category. So like, let's say I want to become an expert painter. Yeah. And so I paint and paint and paint and practice, practice, practice. I become a great painter. I sell paintings for a million dollars. Like, I'm amazing. I'm the wait for you to paint that one. Yeah, I'm working on it. (laughs) And, you know, that has some legacy to it because of the income made or whatever. But let's say there's no income involved and I just like become a great painter, enjoy it, love it for my whole life. And then I die. Spoiler alert. He's dead. <laughs> there is not much legacy impact from becoming a great painter on the people around me. If you mix in income, there might be, but let's just say there's no income. So I wasn't that good. Of <laughs> <laughs> and so I die and there's nothing left of, you know, my paintings get boxed up or maybe people give them away or whatever. Now, the other side of that is I become an expert at parenting and I do that my whole life and I study and I tinker and I learn and I develop and develop and develop and develop and then I eventually die Uh, years and years down the road, babe. Yeah. (laughs) She's getting real choked up right now. Well, yeah. I mean, I need to know when to book my (laughs) zipline tour for your urn. I just like, at what point? (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) And... But the expertise in parenting now has this ripple legacy effect on generations to come. Right. June and Sunny and Daisy are probably better adults because I chose to become a better parent. Yeah. Their spouses are probably the right type of spouses because I raised them to be great girls. Mm-hmm. Like this has, they then are better moms because they saw their dad be a great dad. There's a, there's a bigger, deeper ripple effect to that, to choosing to be an expert in that area is what you're saying. Yes. And so the challenge that I have for you today or the encouragement that I have for you today is you have expertise and you will have expertise throughout your life. Some of those things will be great. Some of them will be bad. Some of them will be totally for fun, which I think is great. And I think is absolutely needed. And then there's this like special sauce category to me that will have generational impact on you, on your family, on your kids and your kids, your children's children and stuff like that. And like following Christ well and understanding and learning about him is one of those hands down for sure. Yeah. Like the legacy of being a Christian is more likely to be passed down if you're a great one. Yeah. You know? And so to me, like, I just want to challenge and encourage and maybe hopefully inspire, like, to f- to pick something. Yeah. And go for it. Like, don't just pick it and be like, oh, if it happens, it happens. Because that is no expert. Like, no Michael Jordan is like, well, if I become the best basketball player that's ever lived, then I'll become it. Right. Like, obviously, it was an insane amount of raw ability, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> also, a, an insane amount of practice and dedication. Yeah. And so... Find those special sauce things. And, and to me, I think parenting is, is, a, is a worthy one. Being yeah. good at like discussing emotions, being a good husband or a good wife, um, 
are all ones that I would also encourage to become an expert at. And because you like, it'll be worth it. Like no one will, no one who has become a great parent at their end of their life will be like, man, I wish I wouldn't have spent so much. You know what I should have done with my time? I should have been, you know, like crabbier or, you know what I like, Yeah. you know, or like, I wish I would have watched more Netflix shows. Right. Like, um, and so, yeah. So again, this is not to shame people who enjoy, like I enjoy a lot of recreation and I want to become an expert at a lot of recreational things Yeah. because I think that the joy of the Lord is our strength. But then I think as you develop that strength, it gives you the endurance to then pick a good and worthy and noble category and fight to become competent and able at it so that yeah. you can impact generationally and right. not just yourself. Because like using your painting example, like there is a lot of value in your girls seeing you paint Absolutely. for your whole life. But I think value is different than the generational impact you're talking about. Yeah, I do think that like everything we become an expertise in has generational impact. Right. But I think that there are some where the ripples are like throwing a boulder into the lake right. rather than throwing a tiny pebble. Like right. them seeing me paint year after year, being creative and discovering new ideas and new techniques and changing styles and going back and like right. all that kind of stuff is very super, val- valuable. super valuable. But to me, that's like maybe I threw a stone in and, and you know, yeah, they see like, oh, it was worth having a hobby for dad. Right. And so I'm going to have hobbies like those are important things to learn. But I'm talking about like this is a rock that I found that I can barely carry and I'm yeah. going to throw that in. And what is that rock? What is that stone that you that legacy stone that you want to carry and become an expert at so that when you toss it into the lake, it ripples out for many, many years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wish I had more to add, but I'm sitting here thinking about like what I want to, what I want to, what I want to, what I want (laughs) to words. Well, so like you by default, like you just becoming a strong, competent, capable, brave, courageous woman will have so much more impact on the girls because they're looking to you in much more tangible, practical things. Like when they go through womanhood, Right. They're probably going to call you and ask you, Hey mom, this is happening in my life. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm familiar with that. Yeah. The, those moments in time, so, you know, like my 16th birthday. Yeah. It's this, all this spicy drama on my 16th birthday. <laughs> what do I do? Well, here's the thing. My ex-boyfriend told me he wasn't going to come. Oh, and I was like, that's fine. You're at a concert. Go yeah, do your thing. A, a murderer of love. But then shows up. Wow. Whoa. Only rock trolls are allowed back here. That's what I wanted to say, but I was feeling a lot of things. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I, basically, that was probably my face. <clears throat> I like I, this made up conversation with the sound bar you're having internally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to think about that and come back next week because. I would agree with you that I that I think for me, the giant stone or boulder I would choose to hold, which I again I love that visual picture. Yep. And that's always something that you're really, really good at is taking words and attaching them to a visual picture, an example, because then it's just it's so insanely helpful right. <laughs> in life. Um I do agree that mine would be parenting, specifically parenting girls. Cause that's the world I'm in. Um, but there are other stones. See, like I don't have trouble being like, yep, there's my big stone. That's my boulder. I know it. I've actually already kind of started. I've been reading and listening and praying through and like, I I know that my problem is what are my medium sized stones around it that fill me out as a person and, and add value to my big one. Mm. Because if you're, if your big one is parenting, you know, your biggest, hopefully is your relationship with Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah yes. Default. We're going to default there. Yes. Um, but like you throwing the painting pebble or stone in next to it, like that's actually one of the ways that you've become an expert in parenting and showing your girls right. 
through example, like how to live a full life. And so I'm both thinking about what big stones I want and also like, yay, I need to try harder with the little stones because they do matter. And that's always something I struggle with. Like I just don't have a lot of extra or Mm -hmm. I don't know. Hobbies isn't really the word. I don't mean to make it sound extra like Like, it's pointless, but just. No, it's like, yeah, I know what you mean. And I think our listeners do as well because we've talked about it quite a bit. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think that's kind of enough for today. I, I would just encourage you to like, to me, this is like an ongoing, like this is a recent thought. It's not something that I've thought about for weeks. It's probably been maybe, or right. months, it's probably been maybe a few weeks where like I had this like aha moment and then I ordered like 15 books on Amazon yeah. on parenting. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going all in. You? <laughs> <laughs> me? Yeah. Uh, we have 700 bottles of paint in our house. Um, <laughs> it's great. But it is great. Sometimes like I just think that's the mentality we need to have. Like if if I want to become an expert at something, I'm going to go all in and I'm going to go hard. And right. And then there will be lessons of like, and that's your like, that's where you shine and excel because you do that so naturally. Yeah. Of course, there's the side of like, oh, I went all in on a bunch of things I don't actually care about or shouldn't have done. Which I've done. But that like we deal with that. Yep. And that is its own thing. So I banned myself from watching Kickstarter videos. I did have to do that. You are not allowed to back any more Kickstarters for the next year. But look at this idea. It's just so cool. And they're, they're, they're going after their dreams. Eh? <laughs> I know. With somebody else's money, okay? Um, and then, what are we doing about? What are we doing? I did... What are we doing? I'm talking about just like going all in. Oh, and then I'm the opposite. Yeah. Like. I don't want to tell anybody. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. Yep. I just. Nope, not but that, that both ways have a you can burn out both ways. Yes, and you neither, can, I'm yeah. not saying one's better than the other, but like it does look different for everybody. But I there is such value and momentum and it's just it can be good to be passionate. Yeah. And just be like, this is it and I'm doing it. Yeah. And if everybody's like, whoa. Yeah. You know, be like, yeah, whoa. And then that's where it's like, that's where like for us, you know, Brooke and I now have a weekly meeting. We, you know, it's on Mondays. We talk about some, you know, just really generic stuff, not generic, but like just like basic household, you know, finance, that kind of stuff. And then like this then becomes a great point of like, you know, what's that boulder and how are you like, what did you do this week? Like, um, my friend Jeremy says like, you know, you, you, you know, he's the one that talks about rhythms all the time, living in a weekly rhythm. And he's like, you know, you could say you're a painter and if it's not in your rhythm weekly, well, are you really a painter? Right. You know, if you, you say you're a writer, but you haven't written in a month, are you really a writer? And so yeah. like this then becomes a great place to check in weekly to be like, how is like developing, like, how are you diving deeper into becoming an expert at parenting or an expert at painting or an expert at running or whatever, like that <clears> becomes <throat> something that you can check in weekly yeah, and that helps. And then like, ideally Brooke and I want to do quarterly meetings and then like yearly sort of summit style meetings. And then that becomes a great place to like really recalibrate and be like, okay, you started off strong. You've read, you know, six or seven books, but you haven't read one in a few months because I can tell the, the passion is waning. So what can we do to reignite that passion? Yeah. Because you know it's worth it and I know it's worth it. So like, what do we do? Right. Um, and so those are just ways, like really practical ways that you can kind of stay on the ball when it comes to like finding what you want to be an expert at or finding what you want to have expertise in. Yeah. Depending on, you know, which way you like yeah. to word it. I love this. And then like for me, I guess I'll end here is like, there are definitely ways that we become experts of bad habits. And so this is like, this might be a whole nother conversation, but like <laughs> for me, like I, today I was super triggered by it. Um, June went from like having fun. We were bit making bread and then I had to wrap the bread up and she like instantly got sad. And I'm like, you knew this was coming. Like we were make, we were going towards it's going the- to go in the oven. Yeah. And so it's like, I found myself just like I became, I'm becoming an expert at getting super irritated when that moment happens. Right. And I do not want to, I do not want that groove to get much deeper in my brain. And so for me, it's like, I need to find ways to calmly discuss what is happening in a way that's not like, why are you sad right now? Like that is not going to be helpful. And so to me, there's just like, there's definitely a conversation to be had with 
your loved ones or your spouse or, you know, a best friend or mentor of just like, where am I becoming an expert in? Like, what area am I becoming an expert in? Accidentally. Accidentally or unintentionally that I don't want to be. Um, like for me, there was a while where I was like becoming an expert in politics because I just listened to talk radio all the time. And it's like, I, that wasn't helping. That was, a, that was a double-edged sword a little bit. Yeah. And so like, I just, you know, I cut it off. Right. Like I just was like, I don't need to know every political thing that's happening in this world. Do I check in on the important things from time to time? Absolutely. But does it make me a better dad or a better husband or a better follower of Jesus to know every day what the headline is that's shocking everyone and hear the 9,000 reactions? Like, no, it doesn't. And so like I was becoming an expert at a thing that was making me be less of an expert at the things that mattered. Yeah. And so there needed to be a recalibration, a switch. And so for me, it was like, oh, I'm done listening to those, period. Full stop. Yeah. And so like that's been a couple of years now. Yeah, maybe almost two. I, there was also a period of time where I was becoming an expert at drinking soda every day. That was a long time ago. But again, something that I was like, do I really want to do this right. all the time forever in perpetuity? Yeah. No. And so changes have to be made. And like, right. I totally forgot you used to drink soda all the time. And I'm kind of back on it with Olipop. I don't know where that falls in the like. But even still, yeah, my goodness, not like. It's like three grams of sugar versus 40. So little difference. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but 40. Is, is it more than three? It's more. It's 37 more than three. Wow math. Um, so yeah, so those are just like my encouragements, sort of my thoughts that have been percolating this week. Um, hope it helps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thanks for listening and the collection is live. And so we say like, we don't do sponsored posts. We don't do podcast ads. We don't have a Patreon because you guys shop collections. And so shopping this one is a great way to support this podcast and support Brooke and I. Um, but again, there's no obligation to do that. But we do appreciate it. Yeah. We really like it. <laughs> um, so you can use the code MindMush or Ashes to Ashes. Did we come up with a new one? Oh, I thought of a funny one earlier and then it was really early. A goat rope? Yeah. Yeah. Use the code goat rope. Um, G-O-A-T-R-O-P-E. Goat rope. I'll figure what's out. A, what's a goat rope? <laughs> I don't know. I have so many more questions for Sunny. after we're done. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you for listening. Thank you for making this a part of your week. Hope you have a good one. Okay, Okay, I love you. you. Bye. Bye.